Hello. Hi. So yeah, you're Snapchatting into right into the um, recording, huh? Yep. Okay. You should be like, oh, she's doing something for the podcast. Cool. I haven't Snapchatted in a long time. Yeah, Snapchat is still a thing. Yeah, I guess so. Kind of okay. just use it for like different holiday filters and see what they got going on there. Okay. But as far as like browsing, I haven't browsed on the Snapchat in probably years, but TikTok's my browsing thing now. TikTok is designed to keep you on there for hours. But I was on it at like two in the morning the other night, just scrolling, and the thing a thing popped up and it said, Hey, we know watching TikTok videos can be really great, but it's getting late. You should probably take a break. And I was like, Seriously? Seriously. And so I was then like, why don't they design it so that when you hit the back button, you don't have to hit it five more times to get off the app? I don't. I do. You're doing something wrong. No. I, I hit back, it goes to another video. I don't hit back immediately again because I get captured by that video for a second. I hit it again. It goes to another video. Oh. And it keeps happening until you hit either home or you like completely back out of the app. Like keep pressing it continuously. Oh, that's annoying. It's designed have... to keep you in. Well, mine you. works just fine. So I don't know what you're doing differently. I'm but... not the only one that said this. Like I don't ever click back. Like it'll go through the for you. And like, I'll just scroll through and go and, you know, look at the things that are trendy and how fucking dumb they are. Or, you know different things that i follow and then i'll hit i guess i always hit home anyways home is the button to hit when you're in tiktok yeah i didn't know there was a back button maybe it's an android thing but maybe. there's a back button huh i don't know why i would want to go back oh i'll just scroll just up hitting the back button huh. okay welcome listeners this is the what happened podcast my name is cam and I'm Lacey. That was a very aggressive I am Lacey. You're proud to be you today, huh? Uh, Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry That's for awesome. loving myself. Right. Love yourself. Someone's got to do it right. This lighting is bright, my dude. Yeah, it's because we have a camera. You see that? You see that? Right there. In front of I us. Do. So, how was the week? It was good. I I don't know what happened this week. It was like, boom, it's Friday, Christmas, yay. And then like, boom, ah, it's three days after New Year's. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> the transition, I'm, it's confusing. I'm definitely like a time warp. lost in the sauce also. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't even know. Like the last two couple of weeks were a blur. And it's not like because I was out and having so much fun and all yeah, that good right, stuff. Yeah, it's no. just, you know. So yeah, it's uh, it's all over. Um, probably the shittiest holiday season that I've had to date. Um, but we're moving on. Twenty twenty one is going to be a great year, right? Yeah, we got no choice but up, but you know, up. Yes. Up, 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 up. All the way up. All the way up. So on today's episode, as this is the first episode of the new year, we're actually going to talk about resolutions. Yay. Um, so first I'll kick it off. So we pulled up, uh, pulled up an article from ghost skills.com. Ghost skills. Ghost skills. Oh, ghost like, skills. Ghost skills. Go DJ. Gotcha. That's my DJ. I was thinking ghost skills. Like people need skills to be. That would be ghosting. a very interesting. <laughs> yeah. Just how do you successfully ignore text messages? Ghost Fuck. pros. Assholes. All of you are assholes, but <laughs> we'll save that for another day. Um, so 
Ghost Skills put together the 10 most common resolutions uh, people uh, that are most familiar to people. And then they kind of flipped it and said the 10 ways to actually be successful in your resolutions. So the 10 most common don't need, no need to write these down. People we're sure you know them already. Um, number one, exercise more. Number two, coinciding with number one, lose weight. Number three, get organized. Number four, learn a new skill or hobby. Number five, live life to the fullest. Number six, save more money, spend less money. Number seven, quit smoking. Number eight, spend more time with family and friends. Number nine, travel more. And number 10, read more. So those are the most common New Year's resolutions. We know you've all uh, made one or two of those, whether silently or broadcasted to your friends and loved ones. Um, Yeah. So how do you feel about the typical resolutions? I think it's just, it's for the people that are always starting on Mondays. Like you decide Wednesday that I'm going to start eating better. Okay, let's start right fucking now. Your next meal, you're eating better. I'm going to wait till Monday. Okay, so this is like the international, I'm going to wait till Monday illusions. Okay. Um, so not to say that everyone- Cynical is how you feel about it. Well, I'm, not to say that everyone is just- full of hot air with it. But if you intend to do something, you could start same day. So my, yeah. you know, we had talked about this a little bit last week, but what do you intend on maintaining into the right. next year, the, the positive things you intend to increase on or maintain with, and then the things that you would like to do less of, it's mm-hmm. more um, a realistic goal than black and white. This must be that, cause you're kind of setting yourself up for failure. Yeah. So, especially yeah. if you have more than like one or two on your list that are like big guys, yeah, you're not going to change into a brand new person. Usually overnight. not. No, Usually unless it's not. like something huge and traumatic happens. Like this, just not. No. Yeah, I'm. I'm not a big resolutions guy. To your point, it's just like I just try to stay away from cliche stuff. And then, like you said, the whole first of the year, first of the week, all that stuff is really because. Um, cliche a friend of mine she wanted to start a diet but she was like i am not going to be the typical i'm going to start on january 1st so she wanted to start a week ahead of time so that it would be normal by the time new year swung around um let's take 21 days to develop a habit i feel like you've said that a lot on this pod (laughs) you gotta remind yourself of these things because it's easy to be like oh, I went to the gym three times this week and then the next week you go twice and you're like shitting on yourself about it like okay well as long as I can do this 21 days, then it will be just like a routine for me. And I won't feel so shitty on myself when I'm like, oh, I didn't make it. So, yeah, yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Um, funny enough, another person that I followed, she's like heavily into the gym and she posted a picture from the gym and it was like nobody in there. Really? Nobody in there. And I this was, was there. Like post first uh gym like on the first one the second okay so i was at the week the week before up until christmas or new year's eve night i was there and it has been like 
a lot more crowded, not like uncomfortably crowded, like the crowd that comes in and you're like, fuck are these people, which I would never do that anyways. But there are people who are like, who are you? Why are you here? Because the new year. But it's been increasingly more crowded. I'm like, well, that's probably because um, more people are kind of stuck here for the holidays yeah. or they're out of college and they're back home because there's a lot of younger um, people there as well. So I don't know. I haven't been back. Did college kids didn't go away, though. No, I'm saying, but they... They're not in college because they right. all have to be home. Oh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they were already there. Yeah, right. And yeah, people I are taking you. time off even though they can't leave for the holidays. So yeah, that, that really sucks. Yeah. But I have not been there. Tomorrow will be my first day at the gym since New Year's. So I can't, I cannot give up. Mask, mask up, please. No. Saying, I have asthma. Like, do you want me to keel over and die? You got to figure something out. We stay, I, I try to avoid people in general anyways, but even the cardio equipment is closed off every other one so you're at least mm. eight feet apart okay got my eye on you yeah, yeah. so go skills they were so gracious in giving us a a list on how to perform on your typical resolutions so you want to kick these off Lacey? yep First and foremost, mentally prepare for change, which that should have came before you even made uh, that resolution. Um, So three things with that is what did I set out to do in the past year? So have you been saying the same resolution for the past eight years (laughs) that you want to stop smoking? It's time to do something different then. Um, Where did I make progress? Do more of that. Where didn't I see progress? Do less of that. So again, also be kind to yourself. You need to mentally prepare, but things happen. So if you're trying to stop smoking and you've been trying for the past eight years to stop smoking, and this is a stressful time of the year, especially, you know, we're in the middle of a pandemic. So maybe you could say, let's make it a little more realistic. I want to smoke less. And on down the line, if that comes to completely stopping, great. So if you smoke a pack a day now, how many is in a pack? Like like 12? Let's say you smoke, smoke 10 cigarettes a day. Um, the first week after New Year's or two weeks, let's say you do nine. And then the next two weeks you do eight and see how let's set realistic short-term goals. Yeah. Be real with yourself. Yeah. No, I, I completely agree. Um, again, the biggest thing behind a resolution or a change of any sort is the mental piece of it. Mm -hmm. Like how, like we're creatures of habit. So whatever it is that we're doing, we're doing out of comfort. We're doing because it's what we're used to doing. So to be able to do something else, again, you have to mentally prepare to do that something else. Um, and you have to want to do it. Yeah. Um, it yeah. also states, um, as you start thinking about the changes you want to implement, make sure you stay positive. Always. If you're saying, oh, it's never going to work, it's not going to work because you've already made that decision in your mind. Mm-hmm. Try not to make big, quick changes. Yep. Um, change should be gradual. Yay mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Um, build on smaller changes and allow little room for error. So don't be harsh on yourself if you're like, I will not eat cake this year. And then all of a sudden, two weeks later, your best friend has a birthday and you're out and you have cake, a cake, slice cake, of cake. Cake, 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 right. cake, cake. So don't go to the store and bring a cake home. That's progress because I, that's something that oh, I'm going to make cake and I'm going to fucking eat that goddamn cake. But you know what? I'm not going to do that if I don't buy that cake. And bring it home. So if you go out and you happen to be at a friend's birthday party, it's acceptable and actually polite to have a slice of cake. Mm-hmm. Not four, 
not take some when you leave a slice of cake. That's totally fine. So be nice to yourself. Not black and white goals. And if you divert a little bit from that, acknowledge that, get back to it. Yeah. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Agreed. So number two is <clears throat> set a goal that motivates you. Um, so I, I like this one because it, it hits home. So I don't have official resolutions, but one thing that I want to do in the new year is one, take my production company to the next level. Um, and two, start monetizing off of my podcast. So I'm motivated by the stuff that I deem tapping into my creativity. Mm -hmm. So quite naturally, something that um, I'm invested in is naturally going to motivate me. So I'm going to do what I can do to push those things up. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of the same way. Like um, whenever, like I've been on, you know, my fitness journey back again, it's been Mm -hmm. three months because my contract just ended Mm -hmm. um, on the first. So it's like, Yes, I look physically different and better, cool. But my my focus and my motivation is how I feel. Mm-hmm. It lessens my anxiety and depression when I can be like, oh, hey, you want to hang out? Cool. Throw some clothes on, not even think about it, or go to the mall and buy clothes and not even have to try them on because I know I'm good to go because my weight's not constantly fluctuating. That's what I remind myself of. Not like, ooh, how will this person or you know some man perceive how sexy I am? Cool. I don't give a damn. Right. How do I feel when I wake up and I not only look in the mirror, but when I can just feel my, my body. Yeah. So just think about the good things of how you feel, whether it's the end goal being financially independent, and then you can be more creative because you have more resources Mm -hmm. and write them down. If you have to hang up pictures that remind you, I screenshot things of pictures. Like when I remember how good I felt inside screenshot that. And I keep it at the top of like my photo list. So whenever I'm like, am I doing this? And I can go back and look at it. Like I felt good. I look good. My mental health was better. My kids were happier then. This is why get your ass up. Let's go to the gym. So the, the bullet goes on to say it's safe. It's a safe bet. If your resolutions align with the following, your goals, your priorities, your dreams, your aspirations. So basically perfectly in line with what we just said. Mm -hmm. Um, It has to be something that you actually want. If you don't really want to get in shape, you're just doing it because you think it's the right thing to do and you feel pressure from the outside. Unless it becomes something you want from yourself, it's it's not going to happen. Right. Gym is not going to happen. And you're just going to resent yourself yeah. when you fail and you're going to hate going to the gym and anything that has to do with physical fitness. You're just going to have like this negative shit yeah. attitude with it. Not, not to say not to try, mm-hmm. but you have to make it a part of you. Yeah. Like it has to be something that you're motivated to do. It's an internal motivation for that end goal. If you don't have that, then you have external only. Like external is not always going to be there to be like to gas you up. Like, damn, you're fine. You should just know that. Like, damn, I'm fine. Whether I'm like Lizzo size or mm-hmm. some skinny skeleton broad. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yep. Thirdly, limit resolutions to a manageable amount. So um, if you obviously make a whole bunch, then that's a lot of change. Yeah. So write anything you want to accomplish for self-improvement purposes on a post-it. Each post-it only gets one discrete tactic. 
Place each post-it on the wall. Go crazy. Use as many post-its as possible. So you have like post-it one, your goal. And then you can have, you know, a tier of tree ideas from that. It's not saying like put up as many post-its as you want for resolutions. It's saying, hey, if it's get healthier, Mm -hmm. that's your blanket resolution. Here's what you can do. Eat better. Be more active. Mm -hmm. Um, Put the topics you feel me about on the bottom. Put the topics you feel strongly about the top. Um, spend a lot of time thinking about the order of the first three to five um, post-it groups. So that's not really my jam. Yeah. So this piece starts off by saying um, a common mistake in resolution, and it's just, you know, in line with what you're saying, a common mistake in resolution setting is having too many and spreading yourself too thin. We will all... We all want to learn 25 different languages, 15 new job skills, and eliminate five bad habits, but we're not superheroes, et cetera, et cetera. So in other words, be real, realistic with yourself. Like it, like you said, it takes 21 days to form a habit. If you have seven things that you're focusing on in these 21 days, something is going to fail. Mm-hmm. Like something is going to falter. Um, and the other thing is make sure everything you're trying to do is in line with each other. Like they can't counteract. You, can't be trying to diet and then i i don't know like there's there's certain things that people do um that just don't kind of play into each other kind of like um i want to travel more but i want to eat better okay well you're going to definitely have to plan for that yeah because wherever (laughs) you go first of all the big one of the biggest pieces of traveling is experiencing the foods Mm -hmm. in the places that you travel to so like I'm I'm not going to France and eating like vegan the whole time. No, hell no. I'm, here, you know I'm gonna walk around with a so, baguette 24 7. Yeah, so <laughs> vegan might have to wait until I get back. Like, so yeah, yeah. Be specific. Be specific. When it comes to setting resolutions, it's easy to set bad goals that could lead to poor follow-through. Fortunately, smart, and that's an acronym. Goal setting framework can help you better craft goals. Smart goals are specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, and time sensitive. Um, Yeah, so specific, articulate the resolutions as clearly as possible. Measurable, quantify your resolution if possible. I want to lose 10% of my body weight. Attainable, attainable. Choose a goal within the realm of possibility, but yet challenging. Making 100 friends this year would be amazing, but p- probably pretty hard to do. On the other, on the other, making 10 friends is doable. Yeah, is it, though? Probably not. 10 <laughs> friends, that's a lot of friends. That's a lot of friends. Those are the grown-ass adults, no. No friends. No friends. No um, yeah. Relevant. Keep it relevant to your priorities. This is a recurrent theme throughout this. Make sure that it's in line with your values. Like... Yeah. And time sensitive. Give yourself a time frame in which to achieve. And that's that is just keeping yourself honest and keeping yourself to task. So, yeah, be, be specific. Yep. Um, next, break up big goals into smaller goals, which we've talked about. So if you have an ultimate goal of traveling more, which I I would like to go back to traveling this year once this pandemic bullshit is over with. Yeah. So my Road trip. Right. Well, my thing, I'm like, well, I have to get a passport because in the military, oh, well, when I would be with them, I, I don't have to worry about that. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, so I went ahead at Monday 
tomorrow I have my passport appointment for my photo and my awesome. app and all that. So that's my small goal to get to my larger goal so that when this whole mm. thing is done, it's like, you may travel now. Cool. So it's also, you know, after I have my uh, passport next, I want to start saving X amount of money um, per month. So my personal training's over with. So that allows me to have like an extra like 500 um, a month I can go ahead and put into savings just for traveling. Yeah. Great. Cool. Awesome. And then after that, you know, like what's next, maybe, you know, learn a little bit of the language so you can get by on wherever you plan to go, that kind of thing. So break it up into smaller things that you can meet first mm -hmm. that will get you to your ultimate goal. So you don't feel like it's so far away. Yeah. 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 I support that. I support that. Um, yeah, that, that, Pretty much that in a nutshell. Uh, we don't really have to go too deep into that. Uh, this is a big one. This is right up your alley. Mm -hmm. Write down your goals. I don't write much. Um, I probably should write more. But I just feel like when you do write something, even if you type it out, it becomes more relevant, more real, more. It's like an, a type of tangible. Mm -hmm. Um, you see the words in front of you, you're acknowledging the words in front of you. They mean something at this point. So, yeah. Yep. That, um, reminds me, I did, um, not really research, kind of stumbled across it, but it's always talking about the manifestation thing. Like put your goals in paper and ink because pencil you can erase. So paper and ink and shit kind of gets real and you're going to maybe hopefully hold yourself accountable unless you shove that piece of paper in a drawer somewhere. Um, but the whole three, six, nine thing from uh, Tesla. It's a whole thing. If you're ever interested in it, you can do some research on it, but it comes to with uh, manifestation and kind of like implanting these ideas in your own head and goals, write it down three times in the morning, six times in the afternoon, nine times at night or say them. Wow. I'm not writing that much. I have carpal tunnel, but I would write a goal and then, you know, come to it. So it can remind myself, you know, to, to do yeah. that. Um, but yeah, that's, yeah, it goes on to say, um, just in case you don't know, but uh, here are a few ways to document your resolution. So write them in a journal, um, draft an email to yourself, store in Evernote or any type of note taking system, obviously, um, print and tape to the wall. I feel like you're a print and tape to the wall kind of gal. Mm -mm, no, because no. I, I don't want anyone coming in my house or my room like, what's this? Oh, uh, well, it could be your bedroom. Even affirmations. So, like, even affirmations. But what I do have, I have a, you know, I got my little calendar thing, my little book calendar. Gotcha. I like to write that stuff down. I'll put that in, um, you know, one of the note pages that way. And I'll dog ear it so I can <laughs> dog ear check it whenever I need to. I got you. I got you. Next one is check uh, share your resolutions with others. I don't like this. I like this one. I mean, maybe to hold yourself accountable yes. a little bit, but at the same time, you're going to be harsh on yourself if you don't meet that. And if it's like me, like I've got a bunch of like spontaneous ideas and then the next day I'm going to shift to a different way. And I don't want to fucking explain that to someone. So if it's something like as far as making moves, maybe a trusted friend, like I would tell you and that's my was, goals. That's what I was going to say. But it, if I'm not going to put it out there on social media, no, oh hell no. like I'm not going to do that because. No. Uh, no, I'm just not going to do that. Um, I, I get, and this is not to knock the people that do put their weight loss journeys on social media. I think that's super that's, important. Uh, yeah, that's and fine. That's, that's, that's great. Um, again, Maybe don't tell them your ultimate goal, though. Well, yeah. However however you're most comfortable with. As, as long as you're comfortable with being held accountable by someone. Because someone is going to probably be like, hey, you know, what's going on? 
Um, I, I like the idea of sharing it, but again, be, be smart about who you're sharing it with, what you're sharing and all of that good stuff. It should be someone that you trust. Um, someone that, that you can have conversations with, like, it just shouldn't be just some, whatever, like, I don't, I don't know, but someone and most of all, someone that wants to actually see you reach your goal. Like, I think that's super important. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I think, I think that's a dope idea. I think you just need to be smart about, um, who you share with. So the article goes on to say how to do it. Um, find some kindred spirits with similar goals. That's super important, especially for the weight loss thing. Mm-hmm. Like it, it should be like a tag team effort. And if you find someone that is, um, kind of joint with you at the hip and your goals, then by all means, like do that. Um, meet regularly, weekly or monthly, depending on level of commitment. Also dope. Share setbacks and progress. This is so important. You have to admit to your failures. Mm-hmm. Like if you only talk about your successes, you are selling yourself so short. Um, definitely speak on the failures because the failures is you you need to acknowledge them and learn from them and then move on from them. Um, and then stay motivated. And that's that's also one of the biggest pieces of sharing with a friend um you keep each other motivated if if you and i want to lose weight or be in the gym i'm going to be like you know Lacey, i really don't feel like um going this morning and you're going to curse me out and i'll be like okay i guess i'm going this morning like that type of thing you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying like so, oh but you felt like eating that big mac last night because you said you're going to go to the gym today right this didn't have to get personal but whatever <laughs> but yeah exactly exactly like no like acknowledge the relationship you have with the person that you're sharing with but again it should be a trusted person it should be something someone again that 100 percent supports your goals and is in line with them yeah. yep uh, review your resolution regularly. Obviously, you should be doing that naturally because you should be setting small goals to meet your ultimate one. Um, schedule a monthly big picture review. No, you don't need to do that. Do a weekly check-in. Nah. Daily reminder. Please fucking don't. I cannot stand things that remind me of things every day. Like, yeah, no. stop it. Yeah, no. No, 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 no. That's how you get ignored real quick. Like, <laughs> I don't even like notifications on my phone except for like text. But if it's like, you have a meeting in 20 minutes, you have a meeting in 15 15- get fucked leave me alone <laughs> god no just you should hold yourself accountable you shouldn't forget your goals and have to check in on them weekly or monthly because they should be already instilled in you for something that you want to do so that's my rant yeah yeah no i <laughs> i um i agree um i think again this goes in part with keeping yourself accountable um, reminding yourself of whatever it is that you set out for is the only way that you're going to ultimately set out for it. Um, right. You can check back in with your motivational reasons, mm-hmm. whether that's a picture that you have somewhere to remind yourself or a feeling that you wrote down for sure. Mm-hmm. But the ultimate goal should already be lodged in yeah. the brain pretty well. Yeah. And it's funny um, you had the take that you had on it because I don't know if uh, by happenstance or intentionally, you literally skipped one that they have here, and it's automate where possible because this. Yeah, I don't is fucking the like that. <laughs> I write everything down. Like I don't even put. I, you know, I hate that shit. I hate it. I write everything down in a thing, like a, a calendar book for things because that's how I process. I remember. I write it down. Right. And I can see it. I can remember it. If it's technology, 
So I I'm see in the, in that instance we're like polar opposites because I I like having my Google Calendar filled with shit because it's like I I'm busy like I'm I'm doing stuff it's a reminder that it actually motivates me when I see my calendar out there I'm looking at what I have to do for the week it it came to a point where I had to schedule times to edit the podcast just because. Mm-hmm. I, I, um, it, it, especially with work being so busy right now, it just reminds you of what you need it's to just do in like, your, yeah, that free it's, time. It's that there. looks like it's free time, but yeah, yeah, no, no. It's like, remind me, Hey, when Thursday afternoon comes along or Wednesday afternoon comes along, like you should be editing this mm-hmm. podcast or you should be editing that podcast or this is what you're supposed to be doing that video. Like literally have to schedule myself down to a T like that. So this, um, this Google calendar, I, I, um, obviously Google now I've never used Google now, but it's a personal assistant that pro- provides information when you need it. I might have to look into that, um, reminders on iOS, um, and boomerang for Gmail schedule, minor emails to yourself. I don't like emails, email. My email has like 80,000 unread messages right oh, now. Like it. it's, it's annoying. So that, that wouldn't be a thing that I do, but, um, I would, I definitely like the, uh, the reminder. Yeah, no, I, that's, that's how you function that's great i unless i can just be like a quick you got a boo calling you unless uh, i can be a quick like um alexa remind me on december 30th that it's hayden's 13th birthday but then i want to be able to see it i like to look ahead at my week without having to open my phone or i don't i don't know i just the only person i have to blame if it's not on the calendar and i forget is myself versus me being like See, fuck technology. I don't want to deal with it. I just want to do it my way. So that's just me. I like to avoid my phone as much as possible unless I'm playing like a game on it or, you know, I'm bored as hell and I'm just scrolling through TikTok. But other than that, I really don't like mess with my phone. So Yeah, we're we're definitely polar opposites when yeah. it comes to that. To the point where, um, like before, I didn't have my Google Calendar on my, like, Apple devices. Now I do. So now, like... When I get reminded on something, it's popping up yeah, everywhere. My laptop, my iPad, my phone, Mm-mm. my old my old phone that I do other bullshit with. Like, it's everywhere. I can't stand it. Because, like, the, when the boys' school district, uh, Virginia Beach, calls, they I, I don't know how I have this set up or how to change it, but it's an automated message. They'll send a text about it. Check your email. Then I get an email notification about it. And then they call and automate it. I'm like, I fucking hate you. As soon as I hear ding, I'm like, oh, great. And then there's ding, and it's ding, 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 ding. I'm like, stop it. Stop. Yeah, I don't I don't mind the technological pressure. Like, you don't need to text me to check my email. Like, I have you set, set on VIP so I can hear it fucking ding yeah. when you email me. You don't get lost in the oblivion there. Yeah. So, like, just let me live my life. I will check it. There's no emergency. If it's an emergency, you're calling from school because my kids aren't even there. That's, I will know. Like, just chill out. That, you don't need yeah. to, like... Hit me up three different times about the lunch menu tomorrow. <laughs> Please stop. Mm. That shit gives me anxiety. So yeah, we're totally different on that. Yeah, so. for sure. Um, want to take away the last one? If you fall off track, get back on quick. Yep, acknowledge your failure. Get back on the horse. Start again. But look at the reasons of why you may have fallen off the wagon. Yeah. If you are doing, uh, your goal is to eat healthier, you fell off the wagon, 
because you ate a whole thing of cookies. Like me, I, I love the Loft House cookies, the squishy sugar cookie with the icing. I'll mm. fuck those up. You need to understand what was happening during that time that made you want to, for one, because you had to go to the grocery store and get these. Right. You know, so you made that action. And during the whole time, you're like, oh, I don't have to do this. I don't have to do this. And then you got home. You didn't have to eat all of them. No, definitely didn't have to so eat all of them. So you need to figure out what was happening during that time. What was a, quote, I hate this word, trigger for you to make you want to eat. Right. I have mine, which is PMDD, premenstrual, this, this whatever. Mm-hmm. Not only do I cry at the drop of a hat, I will fucking eat everything in sight. I know this about myself. I'll look at my calendar. That's one thing I do have automated. It tells me my whole cycle calendar. I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. it's the week before my cycle. When I feel emotionally some type of way and I'm about to lose my mind, I have to check myself. When I want to eat, 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 I allow myself, you know, let's see, I go, I go and get the cookies. I allow myself get the cookies. Like, yeah, two cookies a day from that. And I also tell the boys, like, feel free to get the cookies. Like, instead of like old me when I was skinny, I would be like, I would like get donuts and like eat them all in the car before I get home. So I have to share with anybody. Like, but I wasn't fat. I was just like, that's food was like life to me. Mm-hmm. I can't do that these days because I will be unable to get out my car. I'll be so huge. So yeah. So I'm like, less for me. <clears throat> There you go. Yeah. But I'm prepared for, I know when that's going to happen. I'm prepared for that. And if it happens at any other time, then I got to ask myself what's going on. Am I emotionally eating? Um, Like what, why? Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Just get back on track once you get off. Don't be hard on yourself. Like I'm never going to be able to do this. Yeah, you will. You will. It takes time. Like if it was that easy, then everybody would eat like a goddess, you know? Yeah. And so it goes on to say, keep the following ideas in mind. Um, skipping an intermediate task is not a complete failure. If you don't meet a benchmark by a certain time, then push that benchmark back. Like it, you can, these are your goals. And the more you, uh, push on the failures, the the less likely you are to accomplish whatever it is on the, the big spectrum. So big yourself up as much as you tell yourself you're not doing something. And also try to don't set yourself up for failure. Like there's an example here. If I play video games after work, I will not go to the gym. So they have don't play video games after work. How about directly after work, you go to the gym? Because I know for me, when I would be on a super crazy work schedule, I would be like, okay, after work, get the kids, go home, make them dinner, go to the gym. It's not going to happen. I'm fucking tired. I'm exhausted. But if I leave work, I've got my gym bag, I go work out, then I'm ready, get the kids, go home, eat, and then we can all just chill. Mm -hmm. So if you want these cookies, you're craving these cookies. It's just you at the house. You don't have anybody else to share these cookies with. Don't get a gaggle of cookies. Go to a bakery and get. You are really on cookies and cakes lo- uh, Yes. <laughs> Go to the bakery and get a single cookie or two cookies or something. So you don't have the choice but to eat the two that you have right. or less. So right. don't set yourself up for fucking failure, basically. Yeah, absolutely. If you're craving soda, like I occasionally have cravings for soda. I'm not going to go get a two liter or a 12 pack. I'm going to get a 20 ounce. Yeah. Because if I have a two liter or a 12 pack, I'm going to drink it. Not all at once, but at some point. And that's, that's not helping with my water sure. goal. No, yeah. for sure. Um, some other things to keep in mind, missing a goal by 10% or even 80% is not a complete failure. So if your goal was to lose hundred pounds and you lost 50, 
it's not it wasn't your goal but you got somewhere so don't just buck the whole thing and gain the 50 back like keep doing what you're doing um finishing a task late is not a complete failure i don't think it's a failure at all um unless this this target date had some type of um legitimacy behind it when you finish it you finish it but you know again keep keep positive keep on the positive string and the last thing to keep in mind a moment of weakness is meaningless in the grand scheme of things like you're you're going to have those points where you're like yo fuck this like i i need like to to your thing i need that cake you mm-hmm. know so it's you you just have to figure out what's most important and what your capabilities are and just keep just keep grinding keep getting to it and that's pretty much what i got for the resolutions yep i concur fall asleep so this wouldn't be the what happened podcast if we didn't relate our uh topic to dating and relationships Mm -hmm. so if you're out there um and you're listening Obviously, you may have things that you may want to work on for yourself for the new year. But when the, in the situation and in the kind of the um, the world that we're living in today, you need every piece of whatever you have to make your relationships or keep your relationships intact and keep them strong. So I haven't shared any of mine with Lacey. She hasn't shared any of hers with me. But we do have a few relationship resolutions for 2020. So, which what you got? What's your first one? My thing is fuck relationships. My focus this year oh, is not shit. on a relationship because I'm I'm not in one. So, well, if you're wait, are let in me finish. I'm okay. saying because I'm not in one. So my focus is on myself to yes. look at any attachment styles I have to see what anxieties I have when it comes to relationships to take care of myself. Mm -hmm. If I was in a relationship, obviously it would be that, but you would have to come together on something with each other. If you're together and you're happy, good on you. If you're together, not happy, get the fuck on with your life. Like this is a year where it's like, I'm selfish. Mm -hmm. I'm not looking for someone to fucking hang off my Mm -hmm. coattails. Mm -hmm. I have two kids anyways. I don't need a third. Um, so that's kind of my outlook, basically like, fuck that. Well, I have, <laughs> I have a couple then since Lacey doesn't want to I only care about the relationship with myself. Everything else can get fucked. So <laughs> if you're in a relationship out there, one of the rest, one of the resolutions I have is again, especially with where the world is right now, you should resolve to be, um, more communicative, more communicative with your partner. Um, I think what happens is we get so much into our own heads when we're in a situation. And a lot of times we just take for granted that the other person knows what's on our minds um, or whatever the case may be. We don't necessarily communicate as we should when we're in a situation. Um, So if you don't already have a strong communication base, that is something that you should absolutely work on. Work on um, and this doesn't even have to be romantic relationships. This could be like me and you, like it just how you go about making sure that the other person knows what's on your mind in relationship in relations to what you two are building or whatever the case may be. Um, and just make sure you're honest and open. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And that, I mean, that's been, I haven't been in a serious relationship in a long time, but the people that I have seen, I have to actively remember that they're not a mind reader and I'm not a mind reader. So Mm -hmm. I'm constantly analyzing everything from everyone and I don't want to do that. Right. So I have to, okay, don't jump to negative first. But when I have a question or when I'm like, something seems like this to me, I'll present it as such, not act, you know, accusing them of anything like mm-hmm. you did that i feel like this is an issue and my anxiety to get the courage up to say that <laughs> is a mountain to climb but i feel a thousand times lighter after i get that question out there and get a response or don't get a response is you know closing as well but mm-hmm. then how they respond and looking back at it like okay cool i communicated this because it was on my mind i feel better about it it's not piling up in my brain you're not mind reading like oh she's got an attitude no because i'm in my fucking brain right now thinking about this and things get better from there so i'm slowly learning even with communication you know with you and whatnot and family you if, if it makes me feel anxious to say something that's because it needs to be said and i'm nervous about how this other person will react or, you know, or in cases like with you when we're communicating, I'm like, I just ask instead of just assuming I just ask like, okay, we're doing right. Mm -hmm. And you're like, yeah. Or you're like, no, it's not what I said. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I'm glad I asked. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. it relieves a lot of anxiety. And that way when you are with someone and they cross a boundary that you have spoke about, like this gives me anxiety. Am I, am I getting this right? Like you said that we are exclusive, but like, for example, I don't know, your best friend's a female who I've never met. Mm. I told you that bothers me. And then like two weeks later, oh, sorry, I couldn't respond to you, you know, for, I don't know, overnight. Oh, God, that gives me anxiety thinking about that. <laughs> uh, you know, me and Melissa were hanging out. I'd be like, okay, well, I already told you this gives me anxiety because I have not met her. You've made no attempts to have her and I meet. Yeah, I wouldn't even have to say that at that point. I'd be like, okay, boundary crossed. Okay. Cool. You and, you know, go do you. You're not respecting yeah. my boundaries. So. Uh, yeah. Hey. Yeah. So at least then you can't be like, okay, well, this bothers me at that point. And they can assume like, oh, I wouldn't think that bothered you. Okay. Well, now I told you earlier that it bothered me. So now you're just disrespecting me. Right. And then you can get on with it even more quickly. Stop wasting your time. Yeah. So. No, completely agreed. I mean, but again, well, all, all boils back down to communicate effectively. And I know it sounds so like uh, corporate and stuff like that, but there's a way to go about doing it in your relationships mm-hmm. and you should find that way. Every, and that's the thing. Everyone doesn't communicate the same way. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't, I can't hit you on something the same way I would hit one of my boys on it. I kind of can, but just as you know, just for shits and giggles, like there's certain ways you communicate with certain people especially if you're in a romantic relationship, you should know how to communicate things to that person, mm-hmm. what their triggers are, like you just said. Um, and, and how they take text messaging. Right. Like sometimes right. with some people, you might have to put an LOL at the end because they yes. don't quite understand your personality or like yes. a, you know, smiley face. Cause so that when you read it, you're not hearing, you're hearing. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, yeah, if we're, if, if your relationship is solely based on, black and white text between you and that person then there has to be a way that you kind of 
show your character through it. Yeah. Or it's just going to all Because be... your inner shit comes out in the assumption of their tone and, and yeah. character. Because me, I'm pessimistic. Not trying to be, but I'll take it as negative if I don't know right. otherwise. Right. Because it's better safe than sorry for me. Whereas right. someone may take a positive rather than negative, and I'm basically nicely telling you to fuck yourself, but you're still calling me. You don't get it, you know? And then where I'm like, I still want you to call me, but you think I'm saying go fuck yourself. You're not calling me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, only have a couple of these, but I, I think they're they're very much, and I'm no ex, I'm no expert, but I've been through some, some situations. But my next one is um, take on something new as a couple. So a lot of times in relationships, you're into something, I'm into something. We kind of we kind of get into our our habits, our hobbies or whatever based on things that the other person do, does. How awesome would it be for us to get into something that we're both novices at and watch ourselves grow in in that? Yeah, so, learn together. For instance, yeah, like um like let's say we want to take up drawing or painting or just using those as like cliche ones, but I think that would be that would be great. We both suck at it, and we can both watch each other get better in it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So, you know, something like that. Um, it could be something stupid. It could be something even even more advanced. Like maybe you want to take up audio recording or singing or an instrument or something like that. Whatever it is, do it as a team with your partner, and I think it will. You know, it'll be a pretty cool experience and something that can build and grow the relationship. Yep. Um, I mean, those are the, the main two that I have. Everything else kind of falls in line with where, what the resolutions are. What is happening over there right now? <laughs> what, where, what are we doing? I'm on him. Okay. Can you put it down for no. like two minutes? So, yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, again, whatever you can do to, uh, to grow and to become better as one. Um, I think it's super important. So that's my piece. Um, got anything? Nope. Did you find your bow? Your boo? I was just looking at his profile before okay. I continue to talk, make sure he's cute. Okay. All right. All right. So <laughs> it is now well, for our resolution segment. And it is now time for What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. So, what is love relationship advice? Let's see what wackadoos are out there now. <laughs> I never get to the point where I need to put my story on Reddit. No. But I'm thankful to you out there that do because it gives us something to talk about. I get you would like an outsider's point of view, but no one's going to understand the full backstory. That's true, too. And, and it's all one sided. Super short. So pretty sure there's nuances that aren't discussed in it but you know what we're gonna go for it so girlfriend now ex-girlfriend tried to trick me into getting her pregnant don't ever talk to that girl again i broke up with my girlfriend on new year's day after she tried to trick me to after this, she tried to trick me i'm yeah yeah this okay. is a brand oh. new article after she tried to trick me into getting her pregnant we would have had been together seven years this year uh -uh. we had to we had discussed 
um, that we would eventually have a baby, but agreed a bit later in time. I had just got a new job, which is a trainee role and requires a lot of stress and dedication. I had lost my granddad, who was effectively the father figure in my life a few months back. Ideally, I wanted to complete this trainee role as I failed any aspect of it, or as if, if I failed any aspect of it, I would no longer have a job. And she was also changing jobs. I was happy to settle down and have a baby once I knew I was qualified. It would have been end of this year at the latest. So I guess the end of 2021. But then just before Christmas, I found out that she had <laughs> she had had her birth control device removed without telling me. I'm guessing it's that little IUD thing. Yeah. Uh, without um, without telling me to. She had her device removed without telling me to try and get her pregnant before the time we had agreed. I love her more than anything, but I have no trust in in her anymore i don't know how to feel about it i think you feel the way you should feel about it being that y'all broke up that's insane it's not like you're like oh one day one day one you literally said this is my goal and after seven years for her to be like shit on your goal it'll be fine because by the time we have the baby you know that is that's crazy insane don't you want like from being on the other end of that pasture in the first time getting pregnant we didn't try the second time you know we did don't you want to guarantee to have a supportive partner in that? So that when you are like, I'm pregnant, it's an all around celebration instead of being like, I'm pregnant and hoping they react appropriately. She, she basically said, fuck your goals. Fuck everything you're trying to do. I want a baby now and it's going to happen. That's what she said. That is an absolute violation. Um, I, can't like I, I don't think i would have went as far as to completely break up i'm like maybe we need to take a break so you can step back and see what the fuck you actually did oh you don't know my my, my uh whatever my thing on life or on relationships i don't do breaks i don't it's mean like either... no i mean like you're still together but like you are actively you still live together you're taking this time to assess what you did to see if we can nah. move forward but I'm not saying, oh, we're not for me together. For me, it's a no. For me, if you do some shit like that, we could never be together. And how how does he know this though? That's another thing. Because every it depends, five to ten years, you do have to take it out. And it does need to stay out for a while. She may be on um a pill in the meantime, or you may, if you don't want to change that, say you it's time to get a new one. So maybe they had to take it out. She's like, well, I'll just be on the pill or we'll do contraception, you know, whether it's condom or spermicide or whatever until then. And he just assumes that since he figured out, oh, she had it taken out, that she was trying to entrap him. Because, well, honey, let me be honest. If she, if she wanted to have a baby and get pregnant, you would not have found out about the removal of that. And you would have found out that I'm fucking pregnant. If that's a th if thing. If she didn't specifically say, hey, we need to use condoms now then it was coercion i don't know how he found out that's not shared here um but if she didn't specifically say hey i'm not on the, my birth control pill and it was my, my, my pill but the contrapment that 
the IUD. Yeah. If she didn't specifically say that and didn't say, hey, we need to do something else or whatever the case may be, then she was coerced. Um, I don't. That's that's a very good question. How did he find out? Mm-hmm. But that's I'm pretty sure from his sentiment, she didn't say, "Hey, we need to find another solution." You know what I'm saying? Which is insane, absolutely fucking insane. Why? Like, why did you think he was ever going to be okay with that? Yeah, I I I need to know how you figured found that out and how you were 100 percent sure that since. She could have been due to have that removed instead of having the scar tissue heal and have another one put in like you would typically do when you guys are planning to hopefully start trying at the end of the year. You wouldn't want to do all that trauma to your uterus that she converted to pills or, you know, for example, for me, I can't do birth control pills. I have this dissolving thing that I put in myself that allows me to like have relations for three hours and like be good to go on like the sperm front. Mm hmm. How was how does he know like she wasn't doing that? Like I will I've got there's so many questions here. How can you be sure? And are you just trying to flatter yourself? Like you no, know, I don't think it's that. I think she wanted a kid when she wanted a kid. And she I it another another thing about like usually in these, they have the, the ages. This doesn't mention any ages, so I would be really interested in knowing. Now, they've been together for seven years now. Yeah. So I, I, I don't like that doesn't really add much context. because It could have been puppy love or they could have met at 25 and they could be in their 30s right now. Who knows? But it does add some context to it, because what if she's on some biological type, clock type shit? Yeah, but it's going to make no difference. 12 months. It's going to make no difference. It's, you know what I mean? It, it's not. But I, I, I know for a fact I've. Obviously, I have a lot of women friends when it when it gets in some women's heads that it has to happen now. Twelve months is not an option. I don't know. Because just past couple of years, I'm like, I I intended on having another child before I was 30. Right. And then I was like, OK, well, I'm single now. And then I was engaged mm-hmm. by 31. And our goal was to he's going to rock me up and knock me up. And I. And did that. So I'm like, well, shit, if I ever have another kid, I definitely want it to be before I'm 35. Well, now I'm about to be 36. Right. So it's like, yeah, it would be nice. But even if I had a partner now, if they weren't on the same page, I think, I think maybe it's because I have two kids, but that's peace. That's part of it. But also any partner I have in the future, I'd always wonder like what it would be like to have a child with the one that I actually love. Exactly. And that's what I was thinking. I think one it would be if you didn't have if you didn't already have two kids then it would be completely different but plus if you were with someone that you were with for seven years Mm -hmm. and in your head you're ready to be you're ready to have another one and he was in your mind regardless of how legitimate his gripes or not gripes but his his stance is in your mind it's like dude what what are we waiting for at this point right which is why now like even meeting someone, do you have kids? Yeah, I do. And it it comes up like, mm-hmm. you have kids, cool. Do you want any more? And usually I was like, nah. Sometimes you're like, yeah, or I don't have any. Yeah, I would want some someday. And sometimes I'm like, okay, cool. Well, you're like seven years younger than me. And unless we're getting married next year, you know, I'm not having a baby daddy. So right. that's in my mind, of course. I'm not saying this out loud. I'm like, right, okay, well, right. we're probably not a good match. Because if I do have another one, it's going to be soon. It's going to be one and done. 
I'm not going to be 40 still having kids because I'm going to have some of them out of the house by then. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, I kind of ask yeah. that just to get that out of, out of the way. If someone's like, absolutely not. And then I need to step back and wonder if that is going to be okay, which, you know, I did date someone for the past three years. He was like, absolutely no, I don't want any more kids. But they had two girls. I had two boys. So I'm like, well, I totally get that because our kids sure. would be out of the house at the same time. Get the girl fixed, get the boy fixed. I get that. But yeah. it, it all depends. But you got to ask, like, do you want to have kids one day? No, I'm not saying with me. Saying, would you want to have more or nah? Because if I was with someone and I wanted to have one, like, for sure, before I'm 40. And they're like, yeah, absolutely not. Yeah. Okay, I get that. How do I feel about that? Am I able to deal with that? Or am I going to fucking trick them? To what? So they, like, resent me? That's horrible. That's horrible. Absolutely. And this may be TMI. I think oh, my mom doesn't listen. My dad had two kids um, before I ever came along. And they were like 10 and 8 years older than me. My mom and my dad had been together, I think, like six years. They just were married for like one or two years. Mm -hmm. And she got off her birth control. Because mm. he was like, I don't want any more kids. And she knew that she did. She was only 25. Got off her birth control, got pregnant on purpose, and then told him and i actually still have because i found it when i was um like a younger adult a teenager this note that he wrote her um begging her to come back and then he's sorry because he's like yeah you gotta have an abortion and i can't believe you did that and lo and behold i turned out to be his favorite because he was 36 when i was born instead of being you know 21 and his little coercion baby yeah and she was like i don't care i would i just wanted to have a baby I was fully prepared just to move off on my own afterwards if wow. he had a problem with it. And I'm like, that's insane. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but okay. I can see my dad though, stubborn. I can see, oh, you gotta get out of the house, bruh. He got his shit together. But you should never have to trick your partner. No. In any life changing thing. Yeah, that's that's yeah. not good. Yeah, I don't I don't blame this dude. Um if because it goes deeper than what the action was because now in my Betrayal. mind yeah in my mind if you want something and i don't want that or vice versa mm -hmm. you don't Fuck respect how i feel on the subject and you're going to do it regardless so if i know that about you and about our relationship then no i don't i don't there's there's no breaking mm -hmm. there's no let's think this through this you showed after seven years, no, you showed, you know, what your feelings are about me, this relationship, and where that comes into what you want. And that's only going to manifest in different ways later on in a relationship. So it's just like, all right, you got yeah. that. Seriously. You got that. I can't, I, if I can't even trust you to take your, you know, contraception whatever Man, method that may be. And I heard this thing on um, Instagram the other day, some kid, he was like a teenager being video talking about this. He was like, wouldn't you rather take the bullet out of the gun than wear a bulletproof vest? Why the fuck do dudes not have the first initial birth control method? You know what I'm saying? Like take the bullet out the gun. So you don't have to rely on the bulletproof but is vest. But ours reversible? It is. But I'm saying, I, I'm saying pill wise. There should oh, be okay. something that way. Like, Scientists need to work on that because I having boys now stresses me out because I'm like, once they become sexually active when they're later teens or early adults, what if they come across some either manipulative chick that's like, yeah, I'm on birth control or mm -hmm. someone that 
doesn't know any fucking better because their parents never really taught them like contraception and it, it's out there. People really don't know how to fuck babies are made sometimes. Yeah. But take the bullet out of the gun because I would for sure be like, okay, you don't want to have any kids? Let's get you on the pill. Because my mom put me in a pill when I was 16 years old and I was a virgin until 18. So mm-hmm. like, yeah, don't trust these hosts. <laughs> but well, my thing is, is you shouldn't have to rely on that. You shouldn't have to like rely on uh, trusting someone that maybe you just met at a bar. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yes, condoms can do it, but condoms don't always work. Right. Um. Yeah. I mean, granted, they don't. But if you just met I someone hope. in a bar, you should definitely. Uh, for sure, you don't want to fucking. <laughs> yeah. Maybe is the least of your problems exactly. with that. Exactly. And 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 exactly. options are expensive, and states have different rules and laws on that so you can't be like oh it's cool i'll just pay whatever whatever for an abortion or something because ultimately if you're not married to this person right it's not your choice and that's yeah. also terrifying on on the man's end or boy mom end because mm-hmm. we yeah yeah all right well good luck to whatever this person's name is um, yeah and I- please don't be traumatized for the next lady if she tells you yeah I'm on birth control. Don't be thinking that she's like your ex, please. Don't be damaged for the rest of the, the No, it's okay to be a little damaged. It's okay to be conscious and and curious and to ask Look and to make sure, but don't just assume that, oh, well, yeah, yeah. Sure, I want to see you take your pill every day. Let me check under your tongue. Like, don't be a psycho like, about no, it. I want to, like, let me see the... <laughs> but what was that? That was the the, the thing. The thing that goes in there, her contraption. The doctor puts it in because it goes into the uterus. Yeah, it's I want to see it. Oh, I mean, like it's already in there. Like we will have an X-ray and you can see where the fuck it is. That's what I'm saying. Then we let's get an X-ray because you're telling me it's there. It is not there. So I need proof that it's there at this point. If oh it's God. not a pill, you can feel the string. There's a small, small wire, and you can't feel it with your ding dong, but you could actually, you know, feel it because you can still. The thing, I don't have an IUD, but I worked in OBGYN. The thing is, you need to make sure occasionally that it's still there mm. and it hasn't shifted and gone up into your uterus or it hasn't Ooh. come out somehow. Because All right, then... well, that was enough on that. Just U- trying to teach you. Uterine talk, sure. excuse me. You were, you lived in one for nine months, so just chill out. 41 years ago, yes, I did. <laughs> that was my dwelling a very uh, long time Well, ago. and you think about the portal of life every day, so just relax. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, again, that was our uh, topic of the day. Good luck to this dude. So, yeah. Good luck to her. Now she's going to have to wait God knows how long. She just has some randos kid. She'll probably find some dude that, whatever. She's, she's going to be on a dating apps really hard. Be on a hard. sperm bank thing. Yeah. So, yeah, folks, um, good luck with your resolutions. Um I I hope that you're able to maintain them and uh, set this 2021 off with a bang. Um, yeah, that that is all I have. I don't have, like I said, I don't really have any personal resolutions. Mine pretty much is a stand-in. Just do better this year than I did last. And for the last few years, I feel like I have been doing that. So and I'm good with that. Yep. Well, all right. 
This was the What Happened Podcast. We do this for you once a week. Again, my name is Cam. And I'm Lacey. You can find First one of 2021. Yeah, yeah. First one. You can find me on Insta at callmecam. Cam Film Stuff and Hybrid Productions with a Z. Where can they find you, Lacey? At Laced Up 85. Yeah. Best year on the planet. All great things were born in 85. 79 was better. 70. I wouldn't know because that's like way the fuck before I was. Oh yeah, so many years, so many years. Six, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. We thank you all as always for listening. Uh, We'll be back with you next week. Goodbye. 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 Bye.